Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. That's right. Where we talk crime and a little bit of housewife shit. Right. Although I don't really feel like a housewife anymore. You don't? I feel (laughs) very like a housewife this week. (laughs) Oh, why is that? Because I am spending the week cleaning, like deep cleaning my house. I started with a cabinet and 
it has moved on to every room in the house. And now my kids are switching rooms. And my fantasy is to get one of those giant packs of magic erasers and go through like every little spot. This bitch is going to sparkle up in here. (laughs) Yeah, that is housewife shit. For sure. Yeah. I mean, not like the real housewives of Orange County housewife shit because they would have somebody else doing that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't feel like getting catty and like <laughs> fighting with someone. That sounds uh, dumb. Yeah, no. I just, I feel like a camp counselor. Oh, yeah. Because it's summer. Yeah. So we're having Camp Kane tomorrow. My daughter put a, a thing together with her friend and the kids are all coming over and uh, it's great. I love it. She has this business plan. She put together a Google Doc. She sent it to my friends so that they can sign up their kids and she's making a little cash. Very good for her. Very bad for me because that means my house is a wreck after. Yeah. Does she know she has to clean up? I The last time she did this was last week and I did have a talk with her about cleaning up. But I think I'm going to have a major talk with her about cleaning up because it took days to clean. Yeah. Let me tell you about the house cleaning in my house. So what happens is I'm uncovering all this. Lots of what I'm uncovering turns out is art supplies. Yeah. Turns out I'm a lot more ambitious in my head than in reality. (laughs) Oh, same girl. So... I come across all the clay and watercolors and shit. And so in order to get a room done, I'm like, here you go, guys, go create. So it just never stops because then they make a giant mess. I for sure, though, have some serious ADD because I also was like, I'm going to clean out my bathroom. And I found those amazing masks. And then I start actually doing like masks and all the stuff. While uh-huh. I, and then I, I'm like squirrel, you know, like I can't, I can't focus. Oh, yeah. And then I, you know, but it was good. I did. You saw, I used that uh, mask on my neck from Amazon that I got it was yeah, good. Really good. I should be masking while I'm just hey, home cleaning. Do you see this, this outfit? This is that um, Amazon jumper that I was telling you about. Oh, so I've seen cute. that on Amazon. Yes. Y'all have seen it too. Dude, it's it's really cute. It's really cute. And it's like wearing pajamas. Oh. It's that except, comfortable. Well, how about how about when you have to pee? You gotta pull that thing all the way down. Cause I gotta go. I gotta go right now. It's not that bad because it's really loose. So there's no it just falls, you know? I'm gonna post it so you guys can all see. It's rough. Get your jump on. Yeah, get your jumpsuit on. Also, you guys, I know on our Patreon, I am giving updates on my Barcelona true crime experience, and I have an update for next week. I cannot wait to hear. Oh, and you know what we need to mention, too? What? True Crime Podcast Festival. Yes, it's coming up in just a few weeks. It's in Dallas. Uh, August 26th, 27th, something like that. The last weekend in August. And we're going to be there. So we hope you are there too. If you guys are in the Dallas area, Oklahoma, Texarkana, it's not that far. We just found out. Um, <laughs> that That's like all three, Louisiana or Arkansas, Texas. It is uh, the 27th. We will also have a meet and greet on the 27th at some point. 
So, and I'm going to try to get together with some other true crime uh, podcasts that you guys are probably familiar with. So we can all kind of, you know, hang out and hang out with you guys. So we would love to meet you. I can't wait. It's the only reason I'm not eating all these bagels that my husband got me bagels for my anniversary present. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Did you get your, did you get your green chef too this today? Did you finally get it? It might be at my front door right now, but no, but he got me bagels and tequila and I'm not eating it because I want to look good for this. I I need a motivation. You looked good last time I saw you. So I think Mm. you're doing just fine. I could look better. Okay. All right. Thanks though. Yeah. Anyways, one other thing we are talking about on Patreon is Blackbird. And I am so mad at Gretchen because this is, I don't watch shows, you guys. I'm not a, a show watcher. This one's got me and the guy in it is so hot. Okay. I saw, I wa- I looked it up. Okay. And it does look like something I can watch with my husband. Yes, so I you didn't can. start watching it by yeah, myself. Yeah, don't watch I told you he's got to finish Big Timber. Anyways, isn't Ray Liotta in it? He is. Didn't he just die? He did. Yeah, he did. I don't, I'm actually, I think maybe he died in filming this. I'm not sure. They kind of set it up at one point where he he isn't there in one of the scenes because he's sick or something. And then I was like, oh, dude, he's they're going to like like kill him off on the show. I don't know. That's yeah, so but it is sad. He did. He he's looking rough for wear in the show. Oh, yeah. OK. But the main Rest character peace, main character is okay. like, I don't know, candy to your eyes. Anyways, now you have a story for me today. I do. Awesome. Today's case is brought to us by listener suggestion from Shannon Tackett. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Wow. Nice. It takes place in Riverside, Ohio, which is a small suburb outside of Dayton, Ohio. Real estate is not expensive in the Riverside. The most expensive listing I found was a beautiful four-bedroom listed for $249,000. That is real reasonable. Real reasonable. Okay. Well, Riverside had been home of Cheryl and Bill Coker for their 19 years of marriage. Cheryl met Bill back in 1998 when they were both working on the line at the GM factory. Mm -hmm. At the time, Cheryl was single mother to her daughter, Marissa. She was a real disco biscuit tab. Oh. She was extra outgoing and fun. And so her friends were a little surprised when she picked Bill to do life with because he's more the quiet type. You know, my next case is something similar. Really? Yeah. Pick the the shy guy. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they say opposites attract. I guess. I think you need stuff in common, though. (laughs) I mean, it really helps. I'm assuming it really does help because we're both going to talk about a crime that happens with people that are (laughs) opposite. Opposite. Yeah. True that. Okay. Well, it seemed at least to work out for Cheryl and Bill. Bill formally adopted Cheryl's daughter after they got married. And then they went on to have another daughter, Michaela, together. Cheryl's mother says Bill was an excellent provider. 
The girls were in all kinds of activities. Those activities are not cheap. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they appeared to be one big happy family. They were both very present parents. Cheryl and Bill had real close relationships with their girls, but Cheryl was particularly close to them. Just like she was with her own mother. They talked multiple times a day. So on October 2nd, 2018, when Michaela didn't hear from her mother after she got home from school like she did every other day, she quickly became concerned. By this time, Cheryl's oldest daughter was no longer living at home and had now had a child of her own, a granddaughter that Cheryl adored. So it was just Cheryl, Michaela, and Bill living in the family home. That morning, Cheryl had dropped Michaela off at her high school and headed back home, which was typical for her. We know for sure she went back home because she was active on social media, posting and commenting from 7.40 to 7.45 a.m. that morning. But after that, there was no more outgoing activity on Cheryl's phone. Cheryl worked as a crash technician. I was not sure what that was. Yeah, what is that? Well, so apparently she, like, assessed vehicle damage, like, made the bid, Mm -hmm. ordered parts for repairs, stuff like that. Okay. For, like, a repair shop, okay? And that, it sounds like a good job. Listen, it came with flexibility. Some days she went in and some days she worked from home. But she always checked in with her employer. But on this day, she didn't. And that was very out of character for her to just not show up. So, you know, Michaela doesn't hear from her like she does every other day. And she asks her father, where's mom? And he says he has no idea. And so she began calling all the people you would imagine she would call, like her older sister, her aunt, her grandmother. And no (laughs) one has heard from Cheryl. Yeah. The aunt went and drove around everywhere she could think of that Cheryl might be. And when she couldn't find her and still hadn't heard from her the next morning, she decided to call the police. Police took the missing persons report and put out a bolo for Cheryl's vehicle. You know, be on the lookout. Cheryl drove a Toyota Highlander. It hadn't been very long from a police point of view, and there was no evidence to suggest foul play. So at that moment, there's just not much police were willing to do. But her daughter did her own detective work and figured out her mother's password and used the Find My Phone app from her computer to locate her phone. It worked. And so along with her grandmother and aunt, they headed to the parking lot about a half mile from their home and they found Cheryl's car. It's like a mini mall. There's a Kroger's market and there's also an establishment called Clancy's. It's like a dive bar. Okay. I like the name. Just saying. When they found Cheryl's car locked inside was her purse and her wallet and her phone. So now they called the police to update them. And the police came right down. 
Now they began to take her disappearance real seriously at this point because who leaves all their belongings behind without some sort of sus reason? Mm-hmm. And so they treated her vehicle like a crime scene and photographed it and took items into evidence, you know, all that stuff. They began to put together who the last person to see Cheryl could have been. Turns out it wasn't her daughter because Cheryl's husband, Bill, had the day off work and was home. So naturally, they wanted to talk with him. And so they called him at his job and asked him to come down to the parking lot while they were going over Cheryl's car. What he told them was that the previous morning, Cheryl had asked him to jumpstart her car for her. And so he said that he had tried unsuccessfully. And when he came back in the house, he heard the shower going. And so he just yelled, it didn't work. And he didn't hear a response from Cheryl. And so he just went back to bed and slept until 10 or 11. He said he was real worn out from the trip that he had just taken to Florida that he he had returned from with his daughter. Okay, I mean, there's like a couple of things about that that I don't like. I I mean, if my husband could not figure out how to jumpstart my car, that, I mean, that just would never happen because he just would not stop until it started. Yeah, that happened to me, remember? When my yeah, car I mean, just died in the middle and my husband came and they he couldn't jumpstart it. So then, you know, you got to got to call somebody to jumpstart it and wait with your wife. Right. 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 So the other thing that Bill mentioned to police at that time was, you know, we had an open marriage. So she could have gone on to see anyone that day. I don't know. Oh, so she's like banging other guys. Well, that's what he's implying. It sounds like when you say that. Right. Yes. Well, police found that interesting. It is always interesting to learn that about a couple. (laughs) And (laughs) it's also like I did this. And and by the way, just to let you know, just so you know. Right. Okay. they wanted to know more about it. So they begin asking family, friends and coworkers, you know, what they knew about what was going on in Cheryl's personal life. The answer was. A whole lot. Oh. Turns out Cheryl was a real open book with her friends and co-workers and shield her her family from details about her marriage, you know, for pretty obvious reasons, right? The deal was, back in 2006, Cheryl had caught Bill having an affair. She busted him having a second phone. Oh, right? Oh, yes. The second phone thing is smart, but don't get caught with it. That's not smart. So she was pissed, but Bill swore he would end the affair and they decided to make it work. And they did. But after that, they had an agreement to have an open marriage. Now, Cheryl's friends say, you know, don't get it twisted. This was something Cheryl was into. It wasn't like she was doing it just for Bill. Okay. They also mentioned that they had become swingers, you know, and Cheryl, Cheryl's into it. But they had rules. Like, this is about sex. That's it. 
no real relationships with other people. And the other person had to know beforehand that they were going to pound town with someone. I'm, I am too much of a jelly belly personally, but those seem like good rules to me if your thing is, you know, to get some strange. I just personally like familiar, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think one of the things I like most about marriage is that I will never have to get naked in front of anyone else ever because I don't I'm not into people seeing all of this. Listen, I I can appreciate the butterflies like that. Yeah, that kind of like nervous feeling that you get when you first go on a date or you're sneaking around or something like I can see how that can be appealing. Yeah, I get that. So maybe that's the 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 thing they both like. So they're like, yeah, fine. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, I mean, for them, it's just about the sex. That's the part I don't really relate to. I would I can relate well, to somebody finding me like interesting <laughs> and not like what's for dinner, woman. <laughs> you know? I mean, that sounds cool. Yeah. You know, it's fine. We're fine. I mean. fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's not get into it. I'm going to be like, somebody's going to call my husband like, "Uh, I think she likes the butterflies. What's she doing? Trust me. Don't have time for that. Okay. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. Anyways, this open marriage agreement they had, it was working for Cheryl and Bill for over a decade. And so, I mean, you could say they had their cake and ate it too until Bill broke one of the rules. Guess which one? He caught feelings for another woman. Well, that is the, the problem with this whole swinger thing. It do, it's, That is the problem, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, it was a coworker of his. Well, that yeah. is another problem. <laughs> That's like it, more of a problem. It really is. There's no way to avoid them. You see them all the time, right? Well, remember our friend that we talked to on the Patreon mm-hmm. episode about swinging? She, her boy toy was also a coworker. Remember? Wasn't he? I don't remember that fun fact, but interesting. Or her boyfriend was a coworker, and the extra guy was not. I can't remember, but one of I th- I think it was. See, the boyfriend being the coworker would make more sense yes. to me because yeah, then me too. You would need I could you be would wrong. need a break, and you would need to go get some love or loving, right? Somewhere yeah. else. Okay. Yeah. Like, I too much. To see your too face much. Too yeah. much. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah. That. I can't remember. I don't know. Go, y'all. Go listen. Tell us. Yes. It's a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Okay. Yeah. We're shamelessly plugging ourselves. Okay. Not on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Just like she had done the last time she found out about Bill having an affair, you know, she called his ass out and she demanded he quit it or it was over. And he assured her he would end it. Well, wouldn't you know? Not even an hour later, that fool left his Apple Watch at home. And so like any normal woman, Cheryl went snooping through his text and saw he had just 
written this woman that he couldn't wait to spend oh, forever with stop her. Stop it. Forever? I, yes. Like that's Not like, even an hour later. That's like a marriage proposal. Come right? on. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Cheryl is not having it. And so she confronted him again. And you know what he had the nerve to say? Okay, I'll stay. I'll pretend to love you. (gasps) Asshole. Right? To that, she responded something along the lines of, you know, kick rocks, Bill. Yeah. And so the day she disappeared came just after she had very recently filed for divorce. And in fact, it had only been nine days since Bill had been served with divorce papers. Like I said, Cheryl was an open book with her friends and she confided in them that her situation was, you know, not good at the moment. Like real not good. After he was served, she told them that she thought he'd tried to run her off the road. Keep in mind, her and Bill are like, this is very fresh. Her and Bill are still living together whilst he's been served. You got to imagine that would make things real awkward. Mm -hmm. And just to go rewind a little bit, I would think if my soon-to-be cheating ass ex-husband tried to run my ass off the road, I don't think I would be asking him to jumpstart my car. No. Like Bill had said, right? This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy-suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Just saying. 
I don't, I wouldn't ask him for anything except child support via a lawyer. <laughs> In case anyone's thinking of cheating. I imagine Cheryl thought along the same lines because she was moving on. She had posted on Facebook. She was looking for an apartment already. Oh, okay. She knew. Oh, yeah. She knew she couldn't afford the family home on her own, but she was not afraid to get on with her life. Mm -hmm. And even after the incident on the road with Bill, I don't think she was afraid of Bill, but that's open to interpretation because she sent this text to a group of her coworkers the previous week. I quote, I think he got served today because I just got this text from him. Thanks for putting the nail in my coffin. I'm going to be making $1,750 if they put me in a clerk position. $1,650 if there's nothing available. Thanks. Someone replied, wish I made $1,750, LOL, to which Cheryl then replied, LMAO, so I will be in tomorrow if I'm not dead. Bahaha. Oh, no. But she writes. But that's like. Bahaha. You know, so I don't think she was afraid. Well, let me tell you, this guy that I'm doing this case on also, there were jokes about that stuff, too, in this other case. So it's like, do people kind of think and then. But it's like nobody really thinks that their significant other is going to actually off them. Oh, my God. Unless they, they are you. like a serial beater or something like that. Right. Let me tell you something, though. Today, you know, I told you I'm doing all the cleaning. So I cleaned out the cabinet in my laundry room and tucked behind a bunch of shit Guess what I found? What? A bottle of antifreeze. <laughs> what is that? Why? I don't know, but I'm going to have some questions. But what do you need antifreeze for? We don't need antifreeze. We we drive. I don't know what you use antifreeze for besides to kill someone. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't use it. So it better be of like left here from the previous residence or some shit. But he's got some explaining to do. And by the way, tell me what um, was the reason the previous resident left that home? Like, Oh, they got evicted. Their ass was no bueno. Yeah, probably because one of them died. Oh, my gosh. Don't even. I'm just saying. Why do you need antifreeze? Right. Okay. I'm going to have to sage everything. So... Police continue to learn about both Cheryl and Bill's headspace at the time of her disappearance because, like, they have to consider she could have ran off on her own, right? Right. They also have to consider Bill could have had motivation to make her disappear, right? So they decide to gather as much surveillance video from the businesses that are in this minimal parking lot where her car was found. You know, I'm pretty impressed that they're doing this much investigation, just saying. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's a small town. Yeah. We have time, I guess. Yeah. They were able to piece together through various tapes her car pulling in at 10.53 a.m. And a blurry figure that appears to be wearing all black walking away from her vehicle. This was extra sus because it, like, it was a hot day. Mm-hmm. 
And this person had a black hoodie pulled up over their head. Come on. Right. The figure in the video is indistinguishable, but they had her family look at it because, you know, like you can tell usually someone's walk. Right. Mm -hmm. And they all agreed like that's that's just not not her. Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. So who is this person all in black? Well, they go back and they realize there was a 911 call that day from an old man who lived in Cheryl and Bill's neighborhood. And he reported seeing a suspicious person in all black walking down the street. He thought it was unusual attire or whatever. So he slowed down and tried to get a look-see at the person. Mm-hmm. He thought the person he saw was a white male who covered his face. So he circled around the block and caught up to him again. And the the dude covered his face again. So Hmm. he called 911 because I quote, he said, I believe he's up to something. Bad. Right? So that was at 1113 a.m. that day when the man made the call. So that would fit right in time if the person in the video walking away from the car is the same person walking through the neighborhood right after. They were able to get additional footage of the person walking through the neighborhood at the time right in the direction of Cheryl and Bill's house, too. So the police feel the need to talk to Bill some more. And by this time, they've taken note that unlike everyone else in town, Bill doesn't seem to be all that concerned about what has happened to Cheryl. Bill agreed to come down to the station and he said any number of things could have happened to Cheryl, you know, because of their open marriage. She was into some pretty risky behavior lately. They asked him about how he felt about the marriage ending. And he said, well, you know, she completely blindsided me with that. So it doesn't sound like he portrayed himself as being okay with the marriage ending. He also told them that they kept $4,000 in a box in their house together and it was missing now. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So he's kind of implying she ran off. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is 
you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. They asked him to tell us a little more about this vacay you were on in Florida with your daughter that you said you just came home from the day before. And he said, oh, yeah, my girlfriend was on that vacation, too. Oh, he forgot to mention that before. Oh, yeah. I can you imagine how Cheryl felt? According to her friends, when he left for that vacation with the daughter, Cheryl did not know the girlfriend would be accompanying. Mm-hmm. Might have been pissed, right? Well, I'm sure she was. Yeah. So they decide to talk to this woman, right? Girlfriend came in. She confirmed that she was involved with Bill, but she says Cheryl was cool with it. She said she told her so on the phone. She also showed them a text message sent to her three weeks before Cheryl had filed for divorce that said, will you take care of Bill if I'm no longer on this earth? This is the one thing that a lot of people would like to know more about. Like, how much was this text investigated? Because her friends just cannot imagine she would have sent that to her in a million years. It just doesn't. Yeah. Sound like, her. like, yeah. Um, maybe Bill got her phone. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. And then just deleted it so she couldn't yeah. see the conversation. Yeah. I think that is. Yeah, I would like to know more. So is that conversation still on Cheryl's phone? I mean, they have it in her possession. These are questions people would like answers to. Yes. Yeah. So police are trying to figure out, well, what does Cheryl sound like? Right. We're getting two completely different stories. And they followed up with Bill's implications that Cheryl might be with the lover. But that didn't go anywhere. They had her phone. So that you can tell 
right? Who somebody's talking to and everything her friends told them was no way. At the time, she was not into anybody because she was totally focused on Bill and all the bullshit he was putting her through. They also got some surveillance video of Bill shopping later on that day, the day that Cheryl had disappeared. And guess what color he was wearing? All black. That's right. All black. And he appeared to have a possible injury on his arm. Mm-hmm. Police, uh-huh. At this point, police asked him, you know, would you mind just taking a polygraph? And he said, you know what? No, thank you. Oh, surprise, surprise, Billy. Right? So it's not looking so good for Bill. So they executed a search warrant at the family home and on his vehicle, cell phone records, bank records, the whole deal, right? Well, now it's been a couple of weeks since Cheryl has been missing and the heat was on Bill. Let me tell you, there are just a ton of people that loved Cheryl. And she sounds fun. And I think we would have loved her too. So they put up signs everywhere. A billboard in town. They held a vigil. They recruited huge search parties to look for her. They they wanted answers and they wanted them from the police as in what were the results of the searches, you know? Yeah. Which police were not telling them, you know, to protect the investigation. So they wanted answers from Bill. Where they rep- is where is Cheryl? What gives? Right. This is nothing is shaken out. Your story. A reporter had been calling him and he finally actually he answered. And he told the reporter, you know, the reason I haven't said much is just because I'm trying to protect my daughter from, you know, her mother's risky lifestyle. Her, Cheryl's friend's reaction was like, nice try, Bill. What happened? And Bill, hello. You went, you took your daughter with you with the girlfriend. So yeah, what gives, Bill? What kind of shit is that? Yeah. Sounds risky to me. Yeah. It would be if he was my husband. <laughs> <laughs> this story might be the other way around if it was your husband. Right. right? <laughs> okay. Well, Bill never publicly spoke out again after that brief phone call. Five months after Cheryl disappeared, the police held a press conference and named Bill as their prime suspect in the investigation that they changed from missing person to homicide. Mm, But they don't still have her. They just. Well, they said they had evidence to support this. Okay. Changing it to a homicide investigation. And, you know, reason for Bill to be the prime suspect, but they did not arrest him. Cheryl went missing in October 2018. In January 2020, People Magazine profiled her case and Bill had still not been arrested. Her friends were still searching for her. 
And the detectives working the case vowed to bring the person responsible to justice. I mean, despite naming the prime suspect and not arresting him. But the theory behind that was that naming him as the suspect was because maybe they didn't have that much evidence against him, but it would put pressure on him to crack. Or to talk to somebody. Maybe they had him, you know, mic'd or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes they do that. They mm-hmm. put you under surveillance, right? Okay. Well, that that didn't happen. <gasps> and in April of 2020, Cheryl's remains were found by a mushroom hunter in a wooded area, a 15-minute drive from her home. The autopsy said that due to the decomposition The cause of death couldn't be concluded, but there were signs of homicidal violence. But we don't know. But we don't know. Right. So you might think now they have a body. They will surely arrest him now. Right. Well, I mean, you have to have enough evidence to convict somebody to arrest them. Basically, it's what they I mean, they try to have a lot of evidence. Yeah. Except in the Brandon Woodruff case. They didn't have a lot of evidence. They still, <laughs> I, they still r- arrested and convicted him. I mean, I feel like they have pretty good evidence against him. And there's got to be more in that house that we don't know about. But anyways, they didn't arrest him when they found her remains. And they still haven't. Her friends and family, of course, are still demanding justice. They have a Facebook group called Seeking Justice for Cheryl Coker. And based on it, I would say the general consensus is that the Riverside Police Department dropped the ball on the investigation. People don't feel they followed up as thoroughly as they should have in regards to Bill and Aaron's whereabouts that day. Well, what did the daughter say? Well, the daughter was at school. I mean, it sounds like the daughter just is believes everything her dad says. But I mean, if they pinged Bill and Aaron's cell phones, it would like, was, did Bill go in the direction where this body was found that day? I would like to know that. Yeah, I would like to know that too. It seems like if they had enough, they should have arrested him by now. But nobody really knows if they did go through the trouble to look at all of that because they won't tell them because they say it's still an ongoing investigation. So the other really sad, hard part of the whole thing is that Cheryl's youngest daughter is still close to her dad. And no one wants to see her hurt, of course, you know, so that's tough. Dude, this is like, no, it's it's there's so many times where the dad doesn't. The dad, I mean, look at like we know OJ's kids and all. I mean, right. Yeah. It's hard to think your parent would do something like that. Right. But listen, come on. Okay. I don't think it's a boyfriend. Why would a boyfriend want to off her? And did they have a life insurance policy? I bet you they did. No, but he was really adamant that he wanted to stay together until the daughter graduated high school. He was really into keeping up appearances. And I mean, I just wonder, like, how dumb is this Aaron chick? 
it appears they're still together. I mean, run. Unless she's involved, then it would make sense that, you know, that's why they're still together. But people report seeing them at their place of employment. So they haven't left town. But he he did sell the house. Mm-hmm. Which is, that kind of pisses people off because they're like, the whole thing was that he wanted to stay in the house so that the daughter would, you know, be able to finish high school and not have to switch school, I guess, because they sold the house. Like she had to switch schools her senior year or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) So it's bad. I mean, I just hope everyone involved gets the justice they deserve and that, you know, those that loved her get some closure by getting justice sooner than later. Yeah. You don't normally do these kind of cases, Gretchen. This is a surprising one. I know. It was a listener suggestion. I might not have done it if they hadn't found her remains. Well, it's still an open case. (laughs) It's still an open case, which is bananas. Let's just see. It's it. They listen. I maybe they're going to piece this together because we've heard lots of times where they come back five years later and they finally have stuff. And, you know, that one case right now, it's. 30 years. How old am I? Kristen Smart. No, Kristen Smart. 20-something years. Yeah. Um, I am so interested in this one. Like, are they really going to find this guy guilty? He is the one that did it. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah. And don't you think, I mean, so he says they had this box of $4,000 together. Don't you think with the tension that was going on in that house, you would have been like, I'm taking my two G's (laughs) out. Like, Uh, we're not commingling the finances so you could spend it on your lady friend. Yeah, I I think that that is not true. Anyways, so I'm not buying this four thousand dollars, you know, went missing claim. It's just no, no. You know, the interesting fact is, is that if there's not a lot of evidence, people get away with murder. Yeah. You know? Um, unless you have, I mean, the funny thing is, is really you should have enough evidence to convict somebody before they go to trial or before they're arrested. We find a lot of times that that doesn't happen and then they still get convicted of murder because once you are on trial, you the jury already has a sense that the only reason you're here is because you're guilty. I mean, it's pretty clear they think he did it. So I'm like, at this point, let's just charge him, roll the dice. Yeah, but that that's not... That's really not the way you should go because you should have enough evidence. Like you need to have enough. Yes. Well, he was wearing black and I think so I was the guy. Him. Listen, I know maybe you would. Get a bunch of jurors like me. Yes. That's what's the problem with the system sometimes. This is what I happened know. to Br- Brandon Woodruff. You got a bunch of jurors that think because you're sitting in that hot seat that you're the you're guilty. And, you know, trials are boring AF. You have to listen to so much stuff that by the, like you're half the time they're freaking falling asleep. 
right? You know, and let's be honest. I know, but how I many would people have, have the attention span? I'd like to think I wouldn't have convicted Brandon. You probably would have because you'd think, well, take that back. Take it back. <laughs> you wouldn't have convicted him because the same reason that other people convicted him. But you might have yeah. thought, you know, like asshole didn't like his parents because they weren't going to fund his college anymore or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know. I just hope he gets charged. Okay. Well, Bill, I hope they're coming for you. Bill, just don't come for me. Gretchen did this episode. Not tap. <laughs> I'm not worried because listen. Yeah. No, I don't think he listen. The price of airfare is real expensive right now. It is. And uh, according to that tax, Bill's making sixteen fifty an hour. But oh. I, I don't think he's coming to California to get me. Well, you know, you never know. But Bill's got probably more things to do and probably doesn't need to murder anybody else. Allegedly. We never said that Bill right, did anything. Sure. Bill is innocent until proven guilty. Right. <laughs> She's rolling her eyes. But that mm-hmm. is that is what we stand by. That is, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. Thanks for all our new listeners. We really appreciate all of your guys' support. If you want to support us more, please tell your friends about us and have them listen. Text right now. Text your best girlfriend and say you found a podcast that you think they would love and send them the link or just tell them what it is. And if they say they don't know what a podcast is, either be a really nice friend and teach them or don't be their friends anymore. Just kidding. (laughs) We have lots of people like that. We're like, what? I'm just kidding. Anyways, follow us on Facebook. We have a a group called True Housewives. What are we called? Housewives of True Crime. Housewives of True Crime. Group. You have to put the group at the end. That's where we really get it. Get it. Um, And then we are also on Patreon with an extra bonus crime once a month and then an extra episode of Chit Chat once a week. And that's patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. And I think that's all for the week. Also, we're on Instagram. So find us there. And that's it. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs>